Hi, thank you for joining me on Holy Spirit Feed. This is Jen Johnson. I can't wait to share what Holy Spirit has been revealing. I'm praying that your spiritual senses will be open to receiving what Holy Spirit has for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Holy Spirit Feed. I'm going to start out by reading 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 1 through 7. Now the wife of one of the sons of the prophets cried to Elisha, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord. But the creditor has come to take my two children to be his slaves. And Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me what you have in your house. And she said, Your servant has nothing in the house except for a jar of oil. Then he said, Go outside, borrow vessels from all your neighbors, empty vessels, and not too few. Then go in and shut the door behind yourself and your sons and pour into all these vessels. And when one is full, set it aside. So she went from him and shut the door behind herself and her sons. And as she poured, they brought the vessels to her. When the vessels were full, She said to her son, Bring me another vessel. And he said to her, There is not another. Then the oil stopped flowing. You know, let's just stop right there. Have you ever wondered, some of you may have heard this passage before, but have you ever wondered if she would have had more vessels, taken more time to collect, how long would that oil have kept pouring out? Interesting, huh? That's a whole other message. But let's continue on. The last verse we're going to read in this passage is verse 7, and it says, She came and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debts, and you and your sons can live on the rest. All right, let's discuss this passage right off the bat. It says, The creditor is coming, coming after my stuff, my house. I mean, I don't think they come after your children anymore, (laughs) but how many know how that feels? Most of us If you've been around long enough, any length of time, you know what it feels like to not have money. You can't pay the bills. Maybe you feel desperate. This widow, she did a good thing. She reached out to a man of God for help. In verse 2, the first thing Elisha says is, what shall I do? Okay, then it quickly shifts to, what do you have in your house? What? Come on, Elisha, she's coming to you for help. But he's actually doing the right thing here. It's often better to teach someone how to make wealth rather than to give them money. Come on, you know this is true. If all we ever do is give our kids money and pay for everything, they'll never learn how to take care of themselves, how to provide. They'll never be able to leave the house and create a life of their own. Better that we teach them how to be ingenuitive and solve problems with what they have rather than always depending on someone else to get them out of a jam. Rather than be the answer to other people's problems, teach them how to solve problems and challenges. And in the long run, that produces a better long-term result. And then they, in turn, can teach others the same. So Elisha says, what do you have? And she says, I've got nothing. (laughs) You know, at times... You may have felt the same way. We probably all have. But if we don't value even the little that we have, then we won't get very far. You've got something. 
you may just not realize it yet. Luke 16, verse 10, it says, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. We need to value even our little, whatever we have. You know, maybe you bake or you play piano. Maybe you know a lot about fixing cars and could help a teenager that's struggling to keep their old Impala on the road. Come on. (laughs) Maybe you have an old car and you think it's just a junky old thing, but at least you have a car. And we could go on with many examples of things. But if we value what we have, God can add to it and he can make it better. If we steward a little well, we will receive more. Verse 3, Elisha says, go borrow vessels, jars basically. And he says, not a few, which means a lot. And he didn't give an exact number. I believe it's because her faith played a part in this. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. That's Hebrews eleven six. So how much faith or what type of faith do you have to have to go out and get many vessels, many jars? You know, not just ask the neighbors that you like and know well. He said, go out to all the neighbors. He's like, I want you to take a risk. Go all in on this thing. Even ask the neighbors that you think don't like you. You know, that would be a huge act of faith. Think about this. If God told you to do something and it required you asking for help, you would probably have no trouble going to the neighbors or the friends that you knew were believers, right? And if they said, hey, why do you need all these jars? You just explain, hey, you know, a prophet told me to borrow them or my pastor heard from the Lord and and said to do it. And so I'm just trusting God in this. But would you be willing to explain that same thing to a neighbor, possibly an unbeliever, the neighbor you thought didn't like you? Would you be willing to take that risk of them thinking that you were stupid, that trusting God was silly? You know, would you be willing to look silly in the name of following Jesus? Ephesians 4, 6, and this verse is talking about the body of Christ. And just the reminder of the title of our episode today is, what you got, okay? So this is Ephesians 4, 6, and it says, From whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causing growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Okay, there's a lot in there. It's saying that we're joined and knit together by what every joint supplies. What's every joint? Every part of the body. Every part matters. You are part of the body. It says every part does its share. In the body, everybody's got something to give. And together, it makes this beautiful, perfect kingdom mix we call the body of Christ. But if you don't value your oil, you'll never bring it to the table. It won't get mixed in with everybody else's oil, and we won't have that amazing final kingdom result where we are all growing and edifying each other in love. Your oil matters. Bring it to the table. Bring it to the body. 
All right, so we're talking about a little bit of oil. Let's flip this and talk about something quite the opposite. Hoarders. You know, there's even a TV show with hoarders, and it's pretty interesting that things can get that far. Hoarders have a lot, okay? They actually have too much. Has anyone listening ever been inside up close and personal with a hoarder type situation? I mean, it's terrible. There's totally evil spirits attached to this disorder. And people hoard for many reasons, a poverty spirit, orphan spirit, fear of not having enough. You know, maybe someone grew up with, with very little, so they collect things as a coping mechanism. Like they go in the other direction, the other extreme, and they end up in the other ditch. So what happens is they actually have so much, and some of those items, they may have even had value at some point, but because it's so unhealthy, everything's just in this big, huge pile, that what winds up happening is they wind up with nothing. Often, a company will have to come in and, and just take everything and just throw it all in a dumpster. Instead, you know, they could have taken the few things of value that they did have and used them well, but they didn't, so they lost it all. What do you have? Do you recognize? What is your oil? There's a place that's um, near where I live. It's just a, a store and it's huge and it's called B&G Discount. And there are so many things there. I can't even handle like being in that store. There's thousands upon thousands of items. It's overwhelming. And it's hard to actually see like what is their value because there's so many things. Um, you know, and it's the same in, in our lives sometimes as Americans. There are just so many material possessions, you know, shiny new things, abundance of food, clothing, stuff. Sometimes we don't have our stuff. Our stuff has us. All of our stuff, you know, it costs money and time and resources to maintain and to care for so much that we often lose sight of, of what actually matters. You know, what does matter? It's those things that the Lord gave us, what he meant for you to have and to use for the kingdom. Those are the things, that little bit of oil, that when surrendered to him can bring about such a high return on investment, such a high yield, an abundant harvest. You don't need a hundred junk items from Walmart. You need one little bit of something from God the Father who created you and knows exactly what you need. He knows exactly what you need, when you need it, and how much of it you need to fulfill your destiny and advance the kingdom of God. Do you have a little bit of oil? Do you know what your oil is? It might be in your cupboard way in the back, but it's there. I'm going to go ahead and close out the podcast, and then I'm going to let you on your own ask the Lord. Just ask him. Ask Holy Spirit, what's my oil? He'll speak to you. And then get out there and start collecting jars and get ready for the harvest because the oil is about to start pouring out. 